0: R-E-A. 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 audio R E A audio R E A audio R E A audio 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 Audio. R E A audio
1: reemployability (laughs) reemployability season two
0: season two season two Hey dad, I spilled a little paint. That's what my son said to me when he came in from the garage a few years ago. Okay, it happens, I thought to myself. It's the price you pay for giving kids some independence in their teenage years. We'll clean it up and move on. So the term little is relative, right? A cup is little when compared to a quart. What my wondering eyes did see when I entered the splash zone in the garage. Paint was everywhere and anywhere paint could go. In fact, I don't think you could have gotten paint in some of the cracks and corners that we found it in, even if you tried that day he became the king of understatement. I spilled a little paint. Well, fortunately, paint can be cleaned up, painted over, overlooked. Nobody got hurt. In a much different way, the overwhelming understatement I got when I asked our guest, Daniel Mendez, to explain what happened to him is, I think, commendable. His story of recovery is truly amazing, especially when we understand the severity of his injuries and the small percentage he was given to even make it out of surgery alive. Two fantastic guests with us this week. I'm super excited to uh, to welcome Danny Mendez and Nelson Gonzalez. So Nelson is the executive director of Rehab Without Walls. Now, we spoke with Luis Amaro uh a couple months ago, uh, who benefited and is now employed with Rehab Without Walls. So, uh, anybody that listens to REA Audio has a little bit of a background as to what Rehab Without Walls is. And, and we had a conversation last week, uh, Nelson and Lewis and I, and and Danny's name came up. And when you guys told me a little bit about Danny's story and the incredible, incredible um, successes that he's had. Um, we're like, we got to get Danny on to talk to us on REA Audio. So uh, Danny Mendez, welcome. Uh, thank you for agreeing to thank come you. on and talk to us. And so just to get things started, tell us, I mean, this is a big question. Tell us your story. Like, how did you get to where you are
2: now?
1: Well, uh, so initially the story was I'm a housekeeping manager for the Dolphins at the Howard Rock Stadium, uh, ended the night uh, picking up some garbage parking lot. Heading back to the stadium, gonna finish the day. Uh, when boom, we got hit by a, a person. Unfortunately, on her phone, uh, I flew out. My coworker flew out. Uh, the fortunate and unfortunate, I don't remember uh, anything after that. Uh, wake up three days later, and I'm told, you know, you're, you're in a hospital. You had a car accident. You got some serious injuries. Uh, you went through surgery. Um, uh, initially, it was just uh, kind of go through pain medication. Didn't do any. Uh, physical therapy yet uh, I think the, the medicine was making me a little loopy. It took a little while before I kind of uh, stopped that. Uh, went to a second recovery center, Memorial Hospital started doing physical therapy there. Um, I've always worked out running a uh, gym and stuff like that so uh, doing exercises to improve my foot uh, w- which was fine with me. Uh, pain wasn't that bad. Uh, the persons at that uh, Memorial Hospital, very good physical therapist, uh, and they were doing a pretty good job, just telling me what I need to do, how far I want to go, uh, and I just, uh, in my mind, I was just, all right, uh, this is what I have to do, my left leg is the one that really need the, the work, and uh, I just kind of went forward, um, uh, doing better, 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 two months later, I was good enough to go home, uh, but before that time, I spoke with Nelson uh, in my room, stating what he's going to do and uh, that he was, him and his company were involved in uh, in my recovery. Uh, I covered what walls was and uh, he gave me a little uh, brief story what uh, they, they did and what they're going to do. Um, about a week later, I uh, met my physical therapist, my occupational therapist and uh, speech therapist. Uh, my throat was uh, a little damaged during the, uh, the tubing I had to do because I stopped breathing. Um... So they uh, kind of all spoke to me, let me know what, this, what I'm going to do, uh, asked me what I feel I want to do, uh, what I think needed to be done. And they're very comforting. They're very uh, encouraging. Uh, they were uh, basically letting me know that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of in control with them helping behind me, uh, which uh, made me feel good. You know, uh, they're, they're uh kind of way of doing things was was which I enjoy was different uh, just a brief story I had broke my femur years ago had physical therapy that was three months and then uh, my own kind of made my ankle uh, better by stretching it out so I kind of knew a little bit what I probably will be going through but uh, this is 10 times uh, worse because my left leg was broken in six pieces my uh, ankle, I believe, popped out of its circuit. My bones, my foot were, I believe, broken, if not, uh, in, in discombobulation. So it was, it was a lot with the, with the help of, uh, Nelson and his team. Uh, things were going along at, at a pace that, uh, you know, they were saying how, how good I was doing, uh, which again encourages me, which helps me yeah. say, okay, things are happening, uh, according to the professionals and, and according to what I was told and what I saw.
0: Danny, if you don't mind me just stopping you for a second, I'd like to kind sure. of step back a little bit and, and go back to when you were actually injured. So um, you said that you were, was it a car accident or were you hit uh, outside of a car? How did that come about?
1: So we, uh, we drive uh, at the stadium. We drive golf carts and okay, a- a golf cart. a- ATDs. Okay. This uh, was a golf carts. Uh, we were about to make the left turn. Uh, so the, the stadium is at Miami Gardens. There's a highway there. We, uh, the gate entrance we were going through is by the highway. Uh, but she was on the street, uh, unfortunately, on again on her phone, yeah. speeding a little and uh, passing red light. So, boom, okay. slams into us. I fly, I hit the floor. That's when I hit my head, got the uh, concussion. Um, for, for what I understand, she was basically going to do a hit and run, so she backed up which is when she went over my left leg. That's when it broke. Uh, and unfortunately, some of my pants got caught onto something on the bottom of her car, dragged me for two blocks. And by the grace of God, there was a person there who saw the accident, saw me being dragged. He literally stepped out of his car, ran in front of the street, in front of her car to stop her uh, and tell her, listen, you're dragging somebody. You know, what are you doing? And she uh, she did stop. A uh, police came, a truck came to actually lift the car up to... So they can gently remove me from the uh, whatever's hooked onto my pants. Mm. Uh, when I understand my leg was profusely bleeding. Uh, I was, I think I was uh, awake. It was uh, a coworker from the stadium came outside when he heard what happened. Said I was screaming. I was bleeding out of my leg. Uh, they helicoptered me to the hospital. I believe it was Aventura Hospital, and uh, you know they had to prep me. I guess I, I X-ray me. You know clean up what I what uh, was uh, needed to be cleaned up. Right. Um, a co-worker was there, a, a woman I knew for years from Queens, where I originally came from, also, she came from. Uh, she was speaking to the doctor, She's what she told me uh, once I woke up, uh, saying, you know, she asked the doctor, you know, please do what you can. And she, you know, he was like this, you know, I don't know what it is to you, uh, but, you know, unfortunately, uh, he has 50, 15% of the surviving surgery. 50 Thankfully, so, uh, that was enough. 15, 15% 15, percent 15,
2: 15,
1: chance. 15%. Correct. Of surviving. Yeah. Uh, the surgery itself, yeah. Um, there was, so there was a, uh, the cracked skull, and uh, I found out later on it was like three three parts were cracked. I had broken ribs on both sides, a broken collarbone. Uh, again, the leg was broken six pieces. Uh, bone, I believe, was protruding from the skin. Uh, I had a broken pelvis, too. Uh, broken the front, was cracked down the middle. I had a bleeding on the left side of the temple. That they had to drain three times because they were afraid the uh, pressure from the blood might affect my brain, mm-hmm. uh, which in the long run, uh, uh, thankfully, did not uh, did not seep through the brain, the skull to hit the brain, which might have caused the uh, nerve damage, brain damage. Uh, again, by the grace of God, it did not happen. That's
0: where I'd like to. Uh, I, I'm interested to know. So it sounds like most of this was told to you, right? You don't you don't remember most of There's this, the a piece, bits
1: and pieces, right? Uh, right. So the the surgery, uh, the the woman, uh, uh, her name was Sandra. She actually showed me pictures of how bad I was uh, before mm. surgery. If you don't mind me cutting,
2: there's yeah. there's many things that that um, because Danny's doing so well that he, he's actually left out regarding his his major 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 traumatic event. Um. So before we were rec- the work comp company called us. Um, and say, hey, we have this case that we want you to take. Um, We think you're the right company for this case. I spoke to uh, the PM&R, physical medicine and rehab doctor. I also spoke to, uh, this is prior prior to me doing a pre-admission screen, going to the hospital and meeting Danny. And um, the prognosis was not good. Mm -hmm. Uh, The prognosis was we don't think this gentleman will ever return to his prior level of functioning. Um, we don't think this gentleman will return to the activities that he did before, and we most certainly do not think this gentleman will be returning to work. He may be in the long run. We're looking at as an MMI, right, maximum medical
0: improvement.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, when I uh, reviewed the medical information, I mean the list of uh, diagnoses was, I mean, it, I mean, it just took very long just to type of diagnosis. the diagnoses. Forget the the history of present illness. Just yeah. just to write down exactly you know, what happened to him when he was diagnosed with him. So I go meet Danny, um, and he's under uh, 24-hour supervision. So he has a one-to-one with him. someone with him at all times uh, because uh, in the hospital reports, he wasn't making the wisest decisions. Um, he was an open <laughs> risk, a full risk. Um, and, and because of that, many, many times, you know, brain-injured clients, you know, because they physically appear to do, be doing better, they really don't know what's going on. When we do any pre-admission screens, Okay, the first thing we ask is, hey, what happened? We don't ask what happened to so you. ask, hey, what did you like doing? What were your interests? What do you want to do? And this gives us an opportunity to, we're already assessing cognition, but we're really assessing, hey, what is this person all about? Who is the human behind this injury? So Danny stated that he was an athlete. He worked out, he did runs, and he was into mud runs. So I told him, I said, hey, Danny, by the time we're done, we'll be doing a mud run together as a team. Right. That's how that whole idea came about.
0: And Nelson, how long ago was this? Remind Ooh. remind us when all this happened. When did all this go down?
2: Oh, man. We started in June, May, June of 2021. Of
0: 2021. Okay. So yeah. we're coming up on... Uh, well, uh, 20, two-
1: 2022.
0: I mean, Bless 2022, year, year. oh my
1: God.
0: That so was last yeah. year. Yeah, we went okay. 2023, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, but, but I mean that, so let me step back again. So one of the reasons why I thought it would be so good to have you guys on the show is because we are really, really, really trying to reinforce the fact that in workers' compensation, regardless of what role you're in, whether you're a risk manager, whether you're in therapy, whether you're an adjuster, it's about a human being. It's not about a number on a spreadsheet. And when folks are diagnosed in certain ways, many times people take that at face value, and that is the diagnosis. And that's the way we're going to treat this number on the spreadsheet as we move forward. What I love about Rehab Without Walls, Nelson, is you guys take the time to go in and assess the human being behind what's going on i've been and this is not a dig on on physical therapy i've just i can only share my own experience i've been to physical therapy for injuries my daughter who plays softball has been to physical therapy for injuries and i've i've sat through their sessions my son played baseball he was in physical therapy and i in those three examples feel like it's about how many times can i get them to come back here so i can charge insurance And not about what is actually, what is it that this person wants to get to in the future? And that's what I love about what you guys are doing. And I really want to make sure we put a human being behind all of these things that are happening. So kudos to you guys. And and another thing I just want to mention before we get a little bit further is, in all these stories that I've had the pleasure of hearing of injured workers and people that have recovered from various injuries to reach certain heights, It's always the mental preparation of the injured worker or the person or the victim or the person that's been hurt. You know, those people that just accept what's told to them are the ones that get to the point that they're being told they're gonna get to, if that. But the people that say, I'm gonna do more, I'm gonna get to where I wanna be, are the people that succeed. And it's not always the mental strength of that person, it's the person behind them saying, you know what? You can get to that, you can do that again let me show you how so kudos to both of you guys for for accepting that and understanding that that you can get to there and that and that's the message that i want folks to understand on this podcast is you got to look at the human being behind it Thanks for listening to REA Audio. We're going to pause our conversation here for the week so that we can save some of the intriguing details of Daniel's recovery for next time. Remember, if you have any comments or suggestions for an upcoming episode, please let us know find us on twitter at rea audio podcast that's the best place for feedback and for show suggestions also please follow rea audio on apple podcasts or spotify or stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts you can also check out more content at listen to rea.com if you have a story to tell or know someone who does please don't be shy email todd at reemployability.com or tell us on twitter at rea audio podcast have a great week